Welcome back to It Was Murder. <laughs> we are the number one heart-to-heart podcast on the internet, and we love it. It's the best. It is the best. I am your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, we have the honor, privilege, and pleasure to discuss <laughs> <laughs> season two's episode, Slow Boat to Murder. Mm-hmm. Slow boat to murder. Ratings? <laughs> <laughs> well, we you gave us a sneak peek at your rating. <laughs> oh All my god! Right, well, happy new year, you guys. <laughs> happy new year. Happy new year. Bye. Um, Bye. This, this is coming out what uh, the following Tuesday after New Year's. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I hope you guys have all oh. survived. The most memorable time after New Year's the yes. following Tuesday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to start off with our minute maxes. Let's try and sum up Shit. what happened in this episode oh, in man. 60 seconds. Joe, you have the pleasure oh, and God. privilege of starting. <laughs> this is another convoluted one. Um, okay. Let me get my timer up. All right. Here we go. Slow boat to murder. It's a night out of the town with Stanley. He goes out and he goes to a disco for singles because he's single now, apparently. And they he meets a girl and she's lovely. And he has a wild, a wild at night out with her. And he gets invited to a yacht after party where there's some nefarious people up to something that they want to <laughs> pin a murder on Stanley. And so they leave his wallet next to a dead guy that they strangled with his tie. He gets arrested, but then he gets bailed out. And the hearts are like, well, we can't let Stanley go down for this murder he didn't commit, even though we don't know he didn't commit it. So let's go to the dock and they go to the dock and he sees the bartender that gave slip Stanley a drink uh, that made him pass out. And the, a guy in a scuba suit jumps out of the water and grabs the bartender and, and stabs him in the back <laughs> and it looks like Stanley did it again and I, if I was the hearts I would think Stanley was a murderer probably but they figure out that there's a poke, poker de- game going on and they have special glasses that let them cheat at poker and they take people's money and they're trying to run away but there's a boat chase that Jonathan jumps on a jet ski and chases after them and fights them in the boat and they win <laughs> <laughs> did i get it uh, you you got wow. it wow uh, yeah you got I, it. I feel like i should be excused no <laughs> yeah i got everything I what if i fine. have a note <laughs> oh do you have a medical exemption <laughs> Does or it is, it a religi- yeah. is it religious is it a religious or a medical exemption it's your constitutional right. Yeah, my belief right. system no longer allows me to do minute maxes. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say this: if you call nine one one right now, <laughs> yeah, and, and they say that this is that that's okay, yeah. then you will be totally exempt. If you can get them to send a police officer to our house <laughs> for that reason, then we will let you not do it. <laughs> LA Mobile, LA Mobile. <laughs> Some people are trying to make me do something I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> I just realized that Ellen does this whole You'll podcast. You'll be here in three minutes. Thanks. From from the seat of a convertible. Can you come in less than one minute? <laughs> okay. Oh man, this one. Woof. There's a lot going on. Okay. I always spend eight minutes trying to get out of it or uh, announcing how bad it's going to be. All right, here we go. I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do this with a ball gag in my mouth. (laughs) I'm going to do it holding a gun to my head. (laughs) 
slow boat to murder. So Stanley uh, goes out to blow off some steam and he goes to the disco, 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 the nightlife at the marina, where apparently there's um, an illegal gambling situation that involves cheater eyeglasses. And the guy that makes the cheater eyeglasses is all like, hey, Belle and Jess, evil people that run the thing. I'm going to blow the whistle on you and there's nothing you can do. Ha ha ha. And so then um, Stanley's busy picking up Adele Holmby. That's her stage name. She's the DJ jockeying discs. And so they have a great time. And then the evil people are like, hey, blonde bartender guy you have to kill the guy that makes cheater glasses he's like okay so we'll frame stanley for it so they go to the party stanley gets frames the hearts of hearts are like oh we can't do it like that then they go to the marina and stanley sees the blonde guy and he starts screaming at him and then um he falls in the water and that guy has a knife in his back <laughs> then max takes the cheater glasses that stanley found and he goes to disco 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 and they figure out that he has cheater glasses and they take him hostage and then the hearts go rescue him and they have the greatest fight ever on a ski do and mm. a speedboat. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and three seconds to spare. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I should have opened your eyes, Alan. <laughs> I may have started my timer a little late. Yeah, we always said our, we always have a timer going when you're going. <laughs> we don't trust you, Alan. Just keeping you honest. We don't trust you at all <laughs> with the sacred <laughs> duties of Minute, Minute Max. Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Minute Max with me when I leave. Oh. <laughs> Shit. That's right. Bye. But by your own hand, you do say every time that you don't look at your, <laughs> your I, the, the I was stopwatch. looking at it this time though. <laughs> oh nice. I was looking at it this time. I know, I know. I can't. It's true. I can't be trusted. <laughs> okay. I feel like you guys both fun, did Eric. such a good job. And I'm I'm debating. Well, no, I'm not gonna debate. I'm just gonna do it. It's time for my minute max. I agree that we did a murder. good job. <laughs> Stanley goes to a singles disco and meets an awesome DJ who takes him to a party on a boat where he is framed for murder by people who run an illegal card game at said disco. Um, the hearts are like, there's no way Stanley murdered anybody. There's He's such a wimp. Um, <laughs> we're going to find out what's wrong. after we, We'll bail him out in a couple of days. Uh, <laughs> they find out about the card game jonathan and jennifer get dressed up in awesome costumes and go to the singles bar and pretend to be singles and it's so good um jonathan goes to play cards which he shouldn't have done because jennifer is a better poker player than him mm-hmm. and uh he loses thirty five hundred dollars they uh that's when the blonde bartender who set up stanley notices oh shit jonathan hart uh that's the guy that stanley works for anyway max is like what these glasses make you help you cheat at cards somehow? I'm gonna go play cards. Mm-hmm. So he goes. He gets kidnapped by mm-hmm. the uh, card runners. Uh, the hearts find him on a boat, and there's a fight. Damn it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of us covered the hearts dress up twice for this episode. Two, Two costumes, and they do English accents. Two crazy costumes. Mm-hmm. Two little skits. Uh, mm-hmm. When. I, I hate to jump ahead to this, but when Jennifer walks into that nightclub Ooh. with the curled, like the 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 poodle perm, it's Olivia Newton-John, the tight poodle, it's stunning. I loved it so much. Like I, this episode gives me something that I always want from '80s television shows. Uh, it gives me like a slight glimpse. Like a television style glimpse at actual style mm, uh, mm. and, you know, nightlife or whatever. Mm. I love that because anytime you see like nightclubs in a TV show, even today, it's always like, oh, God, that's not at all what a nightclub is like. But you no, know, because you can talk in it always. Yeah. 
which you, you can't do it, in real everyone life. Everyone is constantly dancing. Yeah. Which you could have full conversations on a dance floor. I fucking love that. I I loved it. Like they they got to the disco real quick in this episode, mm. and as soon as the music started, and they, there's that woman who is just yeah. dancing. That like she is going is to like kill somebody. Arms akimbo. Like she <laughs> is high kicking and uh, doing like the finger pointing. She looks like she looks like Da Vinci's uh, drawing. Yes. She is, <laughs> the disco man. The disco she man is dancing so incredibly. Yes. Right in her knotted burgundy. Yes. shirt. Um, they really went at it in that for that opening disco scene. It's like, an explosion of it's, it's a really disco. intense disco scene. Lots of kicks and punches being thrown. L- lots great. of very over the top dancing. And then Amy Madigan as the DJ Adele, she's uh-huh. dancing her ass off at that DJ booth, and I <clears throat> yeah. loved it. I loved it because as a as a disco janitor myself. I do dance my ass off when I'm playing <laughs> when I'm playing records like cuz why not like I'm playing stuff I like. Well, and of course Adele's dancing because she was spinning uh, the latest hit from Random Violence. Unlock those chains. <laughs> <laughs> Does she say that? <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> right before right before she says that uh, Bernie's going to keep the the party going or whatever she says. And then she she pieces out to bump into Stanley. She's doing a little bit of like uh, AAVE there. Oh, Did you doing, notice? She's, yeah, she's doing okay. a terrible like like. Can you dig it? Yeah, like, <laughs> soul sort of. Which was which was I was instantly like I bristled at that a little bit, but yeah. then I was also like whatever. She's yeah. also doing a terrible New York accent the entire <laughs> yeah. episode. I didn't realize that she was the DJ that Stanley. Mm-hmm. Like fell for her. she was cute i really liked her i love amy madigan I, yeah. i've yeah, always loved amy madigan and that this performance was great it was mm-hmm. creepy yeah she sings for jennifer oh god <laughs> the cringe the, oh my god, <laughs> the pure it. cringe i love it of course then I, I, my mind was like hmm actually if that song was done <laughs> yeah. with like a you know that country disco thing from 1980 they, that'd be kind of a hit right she's mm-hmm. totally wearing like the white satin fringe shirt mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so good it's very very good wow there's a, there's a lot to cover with this episode there's so many amazing things about it i just don't even know where to jump off this is the least amount of notes i've taken for i think any episode i've been on a no notes kick but mm-hmm. this episode, I had a lot of notes, and it was because I just kept seeing things that I thought were spectacular. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I liked Stanley's friend in the very first scene when he goes to disco, disco, disco. Oh, God, that creep. Nightlife. Um, I like the woman <laughs> that brushes him off. I know. he. A woman walks past. <laughs> Which and is like the turkey thing. Yes. He says, hey, yeah. sweet lips, how's about it? That's his how's pickup about line. what? What does you she know, say? Whatever. Just, go with the flow. And he, she says, take a hike, Turkey, or I'll tell you where you can go with your flow. With your flow. Oh, I love that. But she, she says it so in, cool. take a walk, Turkey. She, she says it through clenched teeth. Yeah. Very strange. Maybe she just I, did a bunch of Coke. That's the, uh, that's the vibe of the disco was that a lot of Coke had just, like, they just did the Coke drop. Like, they dropped, <laughs> they, they let the, uh, the, the sprinklers loose with cocaine. Uh-huh. They hit the cocaine <laughs> That's solo. That's how that did, like, a fucking, like, a high this, kick yeah. at the camera. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah, that, I mean, everyone's just grinding their teeth to the beat, right? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> 
This is the second excellent use of the expression turkey mm-hmm. this season. Well, yes. And <laughs> this is, oh, Joyce. My mom actually still says turkey sometimes. I love that. Uh, to describe people, <laughs> people that are not Remind me of the first great, by her. great use. Uh, it's, Detective uh, Leslie Writing. Leslie Writings, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right, come on, turkeys. Oh, Time yeah, to walk. That's right. In Murder mm-hmm. in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always, I love turkey. Turkey back. I love turkey. We should bring turkey yeah. back. Let's bring turkey back. Turkey. Joyce is already there. We can meet her there. She's just, you know, the only downside is that she's so kind and positive that she doesn't have a lot of use for it. But when it shows up, turkey is amazing. Do you remember what the hearts were doing while Stanley was at the disco? They were having dinner in bed. And dinner, watching, watching the Thin Men. Dinner's a strong word for what they were having. Watching the first Thin Man movie. They were watching yeah. the original uh-huh. Thin Man movie, and they were eating hard-boiled eggs, uh-huh. cookies, apples, peanuts. and peanuts. peanuts. That's so and cheese. weird. And cheese. When I saw Jennifer in bed eating a hard-boiled egg, I don't know why. It just weirded me out so much. When that's, I saw that green uh, oxidized egg yolk, I was like, no, honey. That's the yeah, weirdest. That egg, that egg was not properly boiled. No. Uh-huh. But, you know, that's... That makes sense within the context of her character. Well, with that in mind, that was a question I wanted to ask. Where do you guys stand on on eating in bed? We've never... I don't think we've ever eaten in bed. No, we've never done that thing. Hmm. I'm kind of against it because of the crumbs. We've No, we've had like pizza in bed. We've definitely done like... If, we've jet, if we're jet lagged or something. I remember oh, we've done yes. like pizza. I that's I would do pizza in bed. Yeah. Um because pizza doesn't leave remnants um aside from part. greasy fingers possibly, but it doesn't leave crumbs. Yeah. How how do you feel about it, Ellen? Oh, I feel like I would eat almost every meal <laughs> I could in bed if if that was possible. I oh, love to eat in bed. I eat in bed all the time and it's I completely have a weird system to alleviate the potential for crumbs. <laughs> is it a bib? What is it? <laughs> No, it's just like, you know, you just have like a a large napkin or a a towel. I mean. We don't hang out in bed, though. Like, no. I I just love it. I I just really get down with it. I did take something to bed recently and it felt like such a treat. It was a piece of food. I don't remember what it was. I occasionally bring a drink to bed. Yeah. If we're if, if, if we're I'm going, going to, to bed, bed and I'm like and I'm wide awake I and love Joe's like I have to go to bed. sleep. Yeah. Cuz we, we we have our projector in the bedroom. So <laughs> I lay in bed and watch Big TV on movies. the wall and mm-hmm. if if Joe is passed out and I'm wide awake, I will bring a like I'll bring a little whiskey or I'll bring a glass of wine and I'll just lay up in bed watching TV. If it's super late like, like 9:30 p.m., then that's what's happening. Yes. House, <laughs> But yeah, food. I don't know. I don't, I never. I never really do that. Huh. It does feel like an, a special treat, though. I've. I did. I don't remember what it was that I was. I think it was candy. I think it was during the holiday after before I had my sugar crash. I think it was eat like bringing little Twix bars and candy bars <laughs> next and putting them on the night table, and I oh, just felt shit. like I remember the worst. when we first got together. There were candy wrappers under your bed all the time. There were Werther's wrappers <laughs> like oh, yeah. all over your bed. Werther's? Uh, Werther's. Yes. Was your bed in a senior center? It was a different <laughs> meaning. No, I love Werther's. Uh, Norman left them. <laughs> yeah, Norman. It was Norman. Time waits for Norman. The man that lives under um, our bed. Norman. Uh, Werther's uh, Originals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I can't remember their slogan, but I believe that it's said by an old, I'm guessing, white man while um, yes. they show the people in the factory. It's always like a little candy shop. I remember <laughs> a very Shoppy. 
Golden lit grandpa with grandchild fishing trip sort of. That's what I think yeah. of when I think of Werther's. I'm not saying I'm not saying those things aren't good because they're good. Mm-hmm. Was the Werther's slogan "Hold on for one more day"? <laughs> <laughs> something to live like for. Werther's is like purse candy. Something yes. To live for. Finally, something to live for. Your next Werther's in your purse. I love First Werther's. Candy. I love First Werther's. Candy. Well, now, okay, we. Yeah, so, I do too. It's it's good. I'm just I'm just <laughs> Boba giving, giving young Joe some shit. Our dog Boba. Werther's has a new meaning for us because yeah. she is she's a sort of Sheltie Australian mini Aussie sort of dog. So she has coloring. It's black and white, and that caramely color and her butthole is like caramel color circle so we call it her werther not the not the not the specific localized no, butthole the area around. but the area under her tail is a round brown circle <laughs> and we call it her werther it's not brown it's caramel it is caramel it's literally it's legit caramel yeah and we call it her werther so werther's taking on a new meaning late, <laughs> late in life for me Oh my god! Yeah, where do we go from here? Um, the bar tab that Stanley <laughs> signed was six dollars and eighty nine cents. Yeah, uh, right for two white wines. For two white. How much wines. did cocktails cost in nineteen eighty one? Well, uh, three dollars. Two white wines at the bar only cost five fifty, mm-hmm. but the table service apparently has oh. a surcharge of almost a dollar forty. Yeah, <laughs> that's that'll that's how they get you. The Mount St. Helens. I got so excited when he said, oh, got a drink for you. It's the Mount St. Helens. And I, I, of and then it just looked like a beer. Yeah. It was a, it was a (laughs) red beer. Yeah. It was a Ruby. Stanley says, I hope it won't blow my head off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Stanley. Poor Stanley. So he's single now. What he's happened? single now. I mean, well, maybe all of his lecherous activity resulted in a divorce. And and he has children based on. His wife one. and children, yeah. That's based on you and, made me kill you. You made me kill you. That's yeah. Right. I think we should stick with that. Mm-hmm. That's how they wrote Stanley to begin with. I'll have to I have to say, um, learning that Stanley is 29 was interesting. Yes. Yes. That shocked me. Um, and that's actually about how old the actor who plays Stanley was at the time. Wow. So he was born in 1951. I had to check because I didn't want to insult anybody. Because yeah. like, they clearly do him up to be like Nerdburger Central or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. No, no shade accountants and finance people. But um, Stanley just, maybe it's just the stress he was under because he has been framed for murder once and then bumbled himself into being accused of murder the second time. <laughs> but no, because even in between that, he is so weirdly aggressive and unhinged. But I was thinking like, you would think Stanley, like some people are belligerent drunks, but I guess I didn't realize that Stanley was a belligerent sober person. Mm-hmm. He is so aggressive <laughs> to those cops that come when he's hung over. Yeah. He's he like, I said it was my tie. Like he's just, just barking. I know, but then when they're on the pier, he's just like freaking out and Screaming and lunging at Sam Henderson, and Sam Henderson is just like, just bug off, man, or whatever. He was right? fighting for uh-huh. his life. He's just like screaming and <laughs> flipping out. Like nope. he kept saying something. 
Mr. and Mrs. Hart. <laughs> when the scuba guy, this this, this sudden scuba murderer, scuba lady, like, scuba so lady comes out from Such the lake. Such a good murder. Yes. Jason Voorhees, ladies murder. and gentlemen. Yes. Like, yeah. A genius up. murder. Amazing. Crystal Lake Marina. So yeah. good. But so like great. The, what Stanley yells is, no, you can't get rid of my alibi. <laughs> <Are you kidding? laughs> my alibi. And he says everything he yells, he yells at a minimum of twice when he's yes. uh, flip, yeah. flipping his shit at the marina. And maybe that's what got to me is I'm just like, oh, God, like, please stop. <laughs> and when I'm thinking about how he was super hungover <laughs> when those the two weirdest cops ever yes. show up to and barge into Mr. Hart's office. And one of them is wearing a fur hat mm-hmm. like yeah. my grandpa used to wear in the seventies, yep. but they're in Los yeah. Angeles and that's too weird for me. I don't, I don't know why that cop's wearing that fur hat. He like whips the evidence with Stanley's signature out and like does the, the check right there. Meanwhile, Stanley's like just popping off to him and it just is crazy. The one thing with that season that I did really love was when we know Stanley's hungover and he's like, oh, the, the pounding will stop in about two, in a couple hours. And then the cops knock <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yes. he just screams, it's so loud. <laughs> we both laughed out loud at that, that one. Was that was so really good. funny. So funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but Stanley, I mean, I guess Stanley just doesn't doesn't bewitch me the way that Deanne does if we're talking about recurring uh lovable characters from art industries. I can't get down with Stanley. I want Stanley being single to be the canon. Uh, I want that the fluke of him having a wife and kids. I want that to be like a joke that somebody made. I almost went back and rewatched the scene where that happened because I wanted to see if there was any sort of way I could angle that into being a joke because I want to believe it's Stanley just is single and I, I root for him. I love, I do love Stanley and I think he plays that role really well and I think he's great and I want him to succeed. But that whole him being married and then hitting on that woman at that party he is single though. But, I mean, he's single now. But we've we've villainized him for hitting on that on the party guest, yeah, because he had a wife and kids at home, and it was gross. It's lecherous. It's weird for sure. But I want. And now to not, he is divorced. Yeah, <laughs> and now I root for him more. Of course, I like him. I like him more now. I just, I don't know. I, I like him now. I, I, I like a single I Stanley. I think they've evolved Stanley to be, I mean, he is the comic relief for the most part of the mm-hmm. Heart to Heart universe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think he does it well. And I liked him in this episode. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of just ignoring the, the previous married Stanley yeah. stuff, like whatever. Yeah. Um, people sometimes people are married and sometimes they get divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's single, so this is single yeah, Stanley out on the, out on the town. <laughs> and I I found him shit happens. charming. What uh, I found him charming in this episode. Ellen, what do you dislike aside from about... aside from his marina uh, screaming fit, uh, I which I found like, very I disturbing. Like, I love that. I don't like the screaming. I think you know me. Like I just don't like comic relief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like I don't I don't like to be relieved like that. Um I don't have any any problem with the writers realizing that they had created like re- a real potential in that character and and that he and Deanne both become back and more prominent. Like that's all net. Yeah. Um so him being single in like the third or fourth episode or whatever just uh, i don't care about it yeah uh, at all Mm. yeah stanley's just not he's just not my favorite but i really think it's because i don't like things to be funny 
<laughs> I would love it if this was a Dean and Stanley centric episode. Like it's sort of the hearts. They could do a parallel story to the hearts where they're trying to solve something, but they bumble through it. I think that'd be really pretty. I funny. just think about like yeah. uh, Moonlighting have like Agnes and uh, Curtis Armstrong, whose name I don't his character name in Moonstruck, right. or, or That's not right. Moonstruck, Moonlighting. I don't remember his name. That was so great. But they had they would have Agnes. occasional Agnes and and Curtis would have their episodes sometimes and they were great yeah i'm i have no recollect of a dn centric episode mm. that is as dn centric as this one is but you know i say that with the full knowledge that now everybody can email eric <laughs> frantically to tell him what a dipshit and a poser i am <clears throat> bring it on everybody i don't like it to be funny the hearts dress up Ugh. and they go to Disco, disco, disco. Twice. Twice. So. But the the first time, and Jonathan shows up in these sunglasses. They look mm-hmm. cool. I mean, Jennifer looks stunningly amazing. She, and I was so, Jennifer. I never pull out these referenced characters, and I was very proud of myself for immediately, she, Olivia Newton-John just popped into my head, <laughs> and I didn't even know, I don't have, like, I have a weird name recognition breakdown in my head for that kind of thing especially around this time period. So Olivia Newton-John, I mean, we just watched Grease. Yeah. I did not know <laughs> that that was Olivia Newton-John or like consciously I didn't know that. And that look is her greaser look from yes. Grease. Basically. It, it's that the hair, that hairstyle and the outfit was very much Frenchie's makeover of Sandra. Dean. Yes. And I just uh, want to say that I'm br- proud of myself for thinking of that. I, I, I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank for, you. For noticing. <laughs> but they looked great. They were meant to be singles because you get kicked out if you're not single. Jonathan immediately walks up to Jennifer, starts hitting on her, of course. And then a guy comes over and pushes his finger into Jonathan's dimples and he slams him down on the bar. And it's just. <laughs> and he like, throws him into the crowd. And yeah. then somehow the bartender kicks that guy out weirdly, even though Jonathan is the one being crazy and violent. And it's just not incognito. It's not inconspicuous at all it's just if i was jennifer i'd be like you're blowing our cover what are you doing you're crazy i'm guessing there's probably a lot of fights at the at the nightlife at the marina <laughs> yeah. well and the bartender was obviously like very entertained by them like yeah mm-hmm. was really enjoying their interaction yeah and which goes into my my it's not a rewrite for the episode mm-hmm. but it is a reimagined telling of a heart-to-heart story <laughs> Let's say it's a heart to heart story okay. where where the hearts being so famous <laughs> yeah uh sometimes get dressed up in costume to go places but everyone knows it's Jonathan and Jennifer Hart and in my mind <laughs> the bartender was like me Jonathan, too Jonathan and Jennifer are back again <laughs> I and think the, that too like cuz their uh, whole interaction was so kind of beautifully scripted yeah and i love uh, i loved jennifer's deflection of his come ons i thought they both did a great job i, I thought jennifer did a, an amazing job mm-hmm. jonathan i think that robert wagner does a great job as jonathan hart i think jonathan hart is a great character for him mm-hmm. i think every time jonathan hart is acting and maybe th- i'm hoping this is a choice made by robert wagner <laughs> every time jonathan hart is acting it's it makes my heart hurt. It's yeah. so cringy. <laughs> so cringy. It's so cringy. 
But he did look good in those sunglasses with that mustache. Yeah, he looked. He, great. Looked, he looked like Rob Hubel and like. <laughs> I had the same thought though with the bartender, where he just knows these people are having a ruse, yeah. and he just instantly sees right through them. And it gave me the feeling of in uh, "Tis the Season to Be Murdered," mm-hmm. where they dress up, and I just think it's so embarrassing. I have like secondhand embarrassment <laughs> for them dressing up and playing these. Car- Can you imagine if two well-off people? did that it'd be so embarrassing in real life like bill and melinda gates just show up gold chains it's just like these rich people (laughs) just trying to fuck with us i mean that would be really funny i guess but it would be so embarrassing michelle are like (laughs) trying to sneak (laughs) trying to trying to blend in yeah See, I guess I just never go to that place where I'm, I'm, I'm just going, going along with it, you know? Oh, yeah. me too. But I do, I do yeah. like to think of, I, it, part of it was that bartenders, the way the bartender <laughs> acted, uh, he was, he was so cool and he was so very amused. Be- he was bemused. Yes. He, he kept laughing at them. And I thought you would do that if you knew no. it was <laughs> people. Why making- is he also, why is he also wearing the exact same super dark sunglasses <laughs> in the club? A little, little too much of the whole hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause he's cool. Uh, cause he's yeah, cool. I, I don't know, but I was kind of like, that seems like an odd choice. <laughs> That's that an just odd seemed like choice. a weird, like eighties, uh, style choice. It's just a weird, weird choice for indoor bartender. But, you know, I'm going to have to ask some, let's ask the bartenders we know, like, hey, do you ever wear super dark sunglasses while you're at work? And if you do, is it because you are still wasted? <laughs> the bar, the bars that I go to, if you uh-huh. wore sunglasses that dark, you would be <laughs> on your face with a chipped tooth in five minutes. Like you, you wouldn't <laughs> be able I to mean. see anything. <laughs> Bar is not high visibility. You know no. what I mean? Like if that guy's serving up the pina koalas uh, <laughs> out on the deck or something, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's logical. And then it also begs the question, like, why is Jonathan wearing the sunglasses as if he, it's like, are they saying that he's more recognizable than Jennifer and that's why he's wearing those ridiculous sunglasses? I mean, the sunglasses are cool, but not for me in that context. And Jonathan's outfit I just, it really, if we're talking about things that make our hearts hurt, that Mm -hmm. outfit made my heart, my sartorial heart hurt. (laughs) Yeah, that was like, it was like, you know, like leather vests. Heartbroken by that. It was, it was kind of Han Solo, Han Solo meets Saturday Night Fever. It was Saturday Night Hoth. It was just like a little. (laughs) But that's two cool things that would add up to be horrible. I, I and and they did. And they neither did. Neither one of us is. No, I'm saying, like, how could those two things add up to be terrible? Yeah. This, but because they do. Like, so you know how two beautiful people can have an ugly kid? Like, this is this is just the same, <laughs> the same math. I was waiting for Jonathan to show up in a really cool disco suit. I was like a powder blue. Right, like the like the suits they wore to uh Mr. Hashimoto's funeral yeah totally yeah that would be great like yes pure white it's in the closet it's right there in the closet but their their costumes tend to go costume like full-blown costume like they're never they're never blending (laughs) in really they're just kind of standing out in a way that makes you not want to stare at them (laughs) except that jennifer's costume you could totally picture it in the box with the little label that's like disco vixen or something right (laughs) yeah College cost Collegeville costumes disco vixen and it would have the tank top and the necklace and like the 
big curly wig and the whole deal, right? But Jonathan's costume, try and picture that costume. Try and picture Saturday Night Hoth. Vampire, <laughs> Vampire Strikes Fever. Um, try and picture that in a costume box and you can't. So for me, like if, if we're able to put to put these yeah. uh, templates over over it and examine it, I have to say like Jennifer wins. I mean, Jennifer always for sure. Looks great. Oh, yeah, no, and Jennifer it's always great. fun to see her yeah. dressed up in any way. <laughs> Although, there, can we talk about the Truesdales? Oh God, yes, we have to talk about the Truesdales. Is that the villains? Yeah. No, that's the their no. British. Uh, that's the other costume oh. opportunity. Uh, Dominique again. She pulls her hair back. And she just looks, she looks great, but she looks like a villain, sort of, when Jennifer she, pulls her hair back. I liked her, like, snobby British socialite mm-hmm. thing, but it was so, I don't know, that whole, <laughs> I don't like it when Robert Wagner has to do an accent, and I don't like, I, I don't <laughs> like. It was all over the place, It was. Accent. It was hurting my feelings. Like, it was just. It. it- was a little uh scattershot a little inconsistent it it that accent is like what you would have if your accent was raised in the military yeah yes if you were yeah had english parents. that accent changed high school so many times when it was growing up it really yeah. just couldn't get a strong sense of itself which i guess That's i mean i was thinking about you could explain to the guy that that's what it is. I've I'm from oh. England, but I've lived in America so long, so that's why my accent sounds weird, and that would be believable. Except Mr. Soames was too busy mansplaining to Lady Sylvia Truesdale um, all of the things about a boat. Oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. a yacht. It's just like, well, yeah. I hate that dick. Don't yeah. buy it. Don't even fake buy a boat from that guy. From <laughs> I Mr. did. I loved Soames. her retort. I loved her retort. Which is like, yes, which is why I, which is why I'm calling this a boat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, she said it way better than me, but uh, it, that was, I thought that was great. What was his name? Mr. Soames. Yeah. Mr. Soames. So Soames he also had like a, like a put on accent for some of the time. And because oh. when they first he show up on a cool velvet blazer, but that's the beginning. <laughs> that's the beginning and ending of Mr. Soames cool. <laughs> when he when they showed up and he started talking, there was definitely like a slight British lilt in Mr. Soames voice. And that immediately made me think, guys, don't do British accents because British, <laughs> yeah. British people know <laughs> when Americans <laughs> are doing British accents, even the really good ones. They know. Yeah. Uh, but like some somewhere on that boat, somewhere on the about time mm. is a sign that says maximum occupancy for bad fake British accents <laughs> is two. Yeah. So one of them had to just give so it, it up entirely. It jumped around a little bit. Yeah. I can't believe you guys remember Mr. Soames. He's a void space when I try to think of him. I only my... remember him because of the accent. Oh. Um, because I was like, oh, my God, they're doing British accents. And he is also doing this fake British accent. And then it, <laughs> then it all kind of clicked for me where it was like, they're all doing the same, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> Mia Farrow school elocution school British accent. Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, I the name Soames sticks in my head at this moment because I just uh, rewatched the 2002 uh, version of the Foresight Saga, and one it. of the lead characters is Soames, played by is that an opera? Is that an opera? It's not an opera. It's a <laughs> it's a book. Um, Orson Welles. Well, anyways, oh, um, it was like it's like a made. It's like very masterpiece theater. It's a British British oh. uh, series. 
Nice. Quite, quite lurid. I did love, though, Jonathan has a line um, when they're look after he steals the little sunglass lens by putting his hat <laughs> right in front of the guy, puts his Just hat dropping down, in his hat, yeah. drops in his hat. That's not. I don't know. I guess. Right. It was like he was busking and tipping himself. Yeah. So overt and weird. (laughs) I I guess I'll give it to you. Okay. At least you tried a little sneaky thing, but that's, that was right in front of that guy. You would have seen it. But then he says, well, Celia, is that her name? Was that her name? Jennifer's fake name? Sylvia. 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 He's like, well, Sylvia, shall we or shan't we? (laughs) That was pretty great. I wrote that down too because his delivery of that was really perfect. It was was so funny. Or shan't we? It was so, so funny. (laughs) Really good. Maybe, um, I don't know, there's other other ways to conceal your chroma chroma dichroic lens. Chroma dichron? Dichroic? Dichroic? There's no end dichroic. Yeah. So huh. basically they they made it sound much more exciting than I think it might actually be, although the science is wondrous, right? But it's oh. like it's a lens that can see different wavelengths of light. Oh, right. So you can look into that painting and see that the incredibly evil <laughs> bell is back there uh spying on everyone through her three large cameras. Yeah. Um and frantically banging everybody's uh, hands into a Commodore 3 or something, right? Yeah, all that computery. That so amazing. The computer's so big. Yeah, it's great. Huge. I love that. It's it's like, is that is she playing pole position? Oh, that's the computer. <laughs> it's so huge. I super love it. And she's wearing the greatest thing while she's doing that. I was like, oh, that's a good villain moment. She's wearing like a hot pink um, oh, pants outfit with the green emerald green. My, you know, it's my favorite color, the green over it, and she's just evil as shit. And she goes with kind of a a neutral lip. Belle wins the uh, fashion award for this episode. Everything she yes. wore was great, and her hair was so good. So good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And yeah, it was all like it was all villainous, like like in this weird way. It was very villainy. <laughs> <laughs> Even her pink jumpsuit with the weird tying sash. That was just part of the top on the boat. Uh, was oh yeah, that's a that's a two piece. That's a nice sportswear, right? That's the sportswear you wear when you are having one of the most incredible television fights ever <laughs> in the history of television <laughs> fights. This season also has a big thing about standing on guns. I love that. Max <laughs> just yeah. stands on the gun. She's trying to lift his yeah. leg. She can't do it. It's so it's funny. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like Max, he's like he's his hands are tied behind his back. He just goes for it. Yeah, she just she, like she spends all her like time step on that trying to lift his leg. Like, yeah, is, that's, is that the that's best? That's all she does. <laughs> that's the best. It's thing so you think funny, of? and you would not she be able clearly to lift Max's leg. If she hit him on the side of his knee, he would have moved his foot. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and and Jennifer gets a fucking lamp to the face. Oh yeah, and it shatters so hard. Yeah. Like the lamp, like not even not just the base, not just the shade, but just like full on <laughs> yeah. maximum yeah. contact large table lamp full-size table lamp which brings the fight to an end because i think even the villains were like oh shit we just hit we gotta go (laughs) (laughs) fuck run (laughs) locked her so hard (laughs) that Uh, fight oh man that fight but i have to i have to bring up the weird thing well it's not weird for bell because bell just is dropping like the evil bon mots Throughout the episode, Uh, every opportunity she gets, she's threatening somebody's life. Mm -hmm. She's announcing in a very not so coded way how she's going (laughs) to 
get rid of them or mm-hmm. whatever. But when she says, oh, I'm glad you like boats. We're all going to take a trip to Acapulco. <laughs> like, and halfway there, the three of you are going to walk home. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was great. I mean, it's like, yeah. Of course, she says it in the most like intense, almost. Yes. Like, it's just like a little, like a sneaky hiss happening. So sinister. It. She had a great couple. One I remembered was uh, the, the bartender who's meant to basically roofy people into being <laughs> yes. getting framed 80s owen wilson yeah he comes in and he's freaking out it's <laughs> like feathered blonde hair is that his job that's basically all he's doing for the trio right is roofing people and setting them up bringing them down to well, it, it sounds framed. like he also gets specialty hookers mm-hmm. um and you know, like Adele describes him as being sort of like criminal jack of all trades of the marina, right? Oh. He's there on his houseboat. Everybody knows right. him, and they all know that if you need something shady done, like yeah, you go to him. He's he's your man. Sam Henderson is the go-to guy. If you need your neighbor houseboat person to be killed, <laughs> I weirdly felt kind of bad for him when Stanley's like screaming at him. That guy is just trying to to fish quietly off of the back of his houseboat and yes i know he just murdered um dr cheater glasses but i don't you know i didn't really i wasn't very attached i loved when he comes in and he's freaking out because he's just saying i need you know i'm taking the most of the blame you know for all this i'm taking all the risk and he's coming in and she says in the best way sam's losing his cool don't you think and it's i thought that was like People die every day. That kind of delivery was really, really good. My favorite Sam moment in that scene is the way he kind of goes in that Owen. (laughs) 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 In that. (laughs) 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 Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, they're friskalating okay, he, over here. You want a Mount St. He, Helens? Wow. Make your Mount he, St. Helens. You can friskalate no, over it later. He, he, goes, he, goes, he goes, I got some news yes. for you. <laughs> that was the moment that I said, oh, he's Owen Wilson. Uh, <laughs> That was yeah. Sam Henderson just trying to fish off of the back of his damn houseboat. <laughs> I the the Dr. Cheater glasses. It, he gave me kind of like a weird Ben Gazzara, like cut rate Ben Gazzara vibes, <laughs> like sort of like a weird um, <laughs> Chinese bookie sort of feeling. Like he just with the neck scarf and the whole, you know, like he just gave me that gave me the vibes, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't care about Doctor Cheater glasses. No, so I thought he was going to be the feel main. Sorry for Sam. I thought he was going to be the main villain, and the younger guy was going to get killed. But they went the other way with this one, and I'm okay with it. Yet they both got killed. They both got killed. I there's a there's a thing that I have about when people are murdered when there's several people in the room that really freaks me out. Hmm. Um, and this really freaked me out. Like it, it, it didn't really freak me out in this episode, but it, it gave me that little jolt of like, ugh, the strangling. Yeah. When someone is murdered, when there are more than, when there's more than one other person in the room, something about that really bothers me. Like it triggers something in it's me. Like ritualistic more. Well, it's, it's because there's, it's immediate conspiracy for one, but it's also like, 
I don't know. There was something about this one because it happened so quick during a heated argument. And the last thing that's said is, I tried to warn you. And then the strangling starts. And there's two other people in the room. And one of them is passed out. Well, there's three other people in the room. And one of them is passed out. That I was just like, that's so gross and awesome. There's there's five people in the room. What? Stanley? Because it's Dr. Cheater Glasses, Sam Henderson, Jess and and, Bell. And Bell and Stanley. That's like a village. Maybe it's because I feel like I feel safe when there's five people in a room. Like, I don't think anyone's going to murder me. <laughs> well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. This should be your lesson. Uh, clearly. Um, I can spit and hit a marina from where I live, right? <laughs> so I sometimes love to go down, you know, during the boating season in particular and take pictures of the names of the boats. Mm. And of course, you know, there's people that have moored their boats there for the years that I have lived here. But, um, so that's why I think I'm always like staring at the Marina scenes and the boat that I love is the, is Mocha float. <laughs> right. With that the, too. Yeah. I with the straw and the bubbly <laughs> thing. And to be clear, I don't like to drink floats of any kind and Mocha's just like, I'll do it, but it's not my favorite, <laughs> but a boat named Mocha float with the additional graphics to illustrate for you. In case you don't know what a Mocha float is. It's like, Oh, I always thought the dynamic, like the cleverness of the boat names is that it's about the boat like you're not trying to tell people that it's actually a mocha float. But mm-hmm. so I just love everything about the mocha float. Also, the name is like brown and yellow. I, yeah. I loved the font that they used. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I caught the mocha float thing and I, I did, <laughs> was that boat called mocha float? Because <laughs> I yes, love that. Was. Like, that was really right? funny. I'm what so glad you brought that up. mocha float? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's like a, a, a coffee and ice an, cream, a scoop of ice cream, Ooh, affogato, oh shit. which okay. sounds delicious. Yeah, it's an affogato, but yeah. affogato isn't this fun a boat name? It's Maybe an inverted it is affogato. An affogato, you pour the, the you pour the coffee over coffee, the ice I guess. cream. Yeah, this would be like putting a scoop of ice cream on top of yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's not like those classy tequila sunrises that everyone kept talking about. And then the villain's boat, the getaway, the getaway. It's like <laughs> maybe they're on the boat, murderer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seems like that would be the one you would look to if you were trying to find some people the trying getaway. to get away. <laughs> it is sort of disappointing because the two, the about time and getaway, get. Away. Get away. It's funnier to me when it's like, get away. <laughs> get away. Um, like, yeah, that's say that to Belle. She's nuts. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, it'd be so much more fun if if Sam Henderson lived on the mocha float. Mm. I mean, I feel like it would give us some layers to that character. <laughs> but um, I brought up the tequila sunrise situation. Can we <laughs> Lord talk about that? Like, why is that coming up as the classy drink? How did that come up in the episode again? At the singles bar, um, Jonathan says he's he offers to buy Jennifer a drink. What do you, and it's like, what do you want to drink? Oh, I bet you want something classy or whatever. Like, a, how about a tequila sunrise? Like, was that like a ladies drink for 1980? What is it? Do we not, know? Not that I'm aware of. Isn't it yeah, tequila sunrise just te- tequila, orange juice, and grenadine? Grenadine, yeah. That's that's, like, that's a, like the 70s version. It's like a tequila scorpion. <laughs> tequila. It's you know, it's like a screwdriver with. Tequila and grenadine, but um, so the grenadine obviously is required for the sun sunset. Yes. Is there a drink called Tequila Mockingbird? 
Because there should be, right? I actually think there is a tequila mockingbird. If, there if, better I, be. I, I think, or either that, or I've seen it at a bar that had like clever names for their drinks. I should own a bar. Right, that's one way to guarantee that I won't uh, that I'll just point at the menu if I do order off menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't order those those specialty drinks at bars. Do you guys order those ever? Only if it's a craft I do. cocktail bar. Because every time I've ever ordered one of those in my life, it just coats my teeth in sugar every single time. It's just the juiciest, sugariest possible drink. Oh, well, at places like Red oh, Robin, like yes. Like at Red Robin. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, how, do you guys think I go to Red Robin and order signature drinks? Well, you may as well if that's what you're getting, Joe. I'm a tequila sunrise No offense, gal. Red Robin. Thank you for the bottomless fries. That's insulting to me. I miss me. you, Red Robin. No, just any any bar, any whatever. I don't choose sweet or, drinks ever. But the so. but they this is like their their signature cocktail, whatever drinks they have. They're always the sweetest possible thing. Uh, I, get, I, I just would never order something sweet. Yeah. So. Well, but but bait shop. Yeah, so that's not my experience. Bait shop, yeah. Well, except the bait eggnog shop. on tap. See, that's yeah. a sweet drink. And bait shops, bait shops, frozen cocktails are. That's a signature cocktail. You know, kind of treat thing and they are they're right. usually there's very the sweet. one time that i order a signature sugary cocktail yeah. forgive me joe <laughs> it's like a sweater tooth immediately for me are you not reading the ingredients i i am i think and then they just maybe it's just not knowing enough about it's the alcohol mockingbird <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> <laughs> what is that <laughs> to <Cairo? laughs> What is Cairo? Cairo syrup is just uh, corn syrup. Oh, <laughs> oh! You beat me to the punch. Yours is better than mine. I, what was yours? Because I, I'm not happy with mine. <laughs> I was gonna say to lick a frosting bird. <laughs> <laughs> to oh. lick a frosting bird. I like that better. <laughs> Either way, now, now I know oh, what I'm gonna make. <laughs> Um. <laughs> it's frosting on the drink like ice like frosting rim it's made it's made in like a duncan Hines frosting cup. it really coats your mouth with that sugary yeah <laughs> what are those they give you a straw it's like what are those curly q like silly straws pure, crazy straws pure quet or what are they called? They have a specific name. Oh, the the, oh, the, the cookies. <laughs> That's the straw. What are those called? Is that a pirouette? Pirouette. So it's basically like, isn't there some <laughs> some chain of like I think of like serendipity or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I guess I'm thinking of ice cream parlors for some reason, which is absolutely not what we're talking about. Oh, it feels good to laugh again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like Stanley. My life's really taking a turn for the terrific. Oh, cute. Isn't that cute? Who doesn't want somebody to say that when they meet them in a... But then he gets pegged for murder. Disco, so. disco, disco. Yeah. Speaking of pegged. Oh. It's, <laughs> is it time? <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's time it's for peg your poke. Peg your poke. Peg your poke. Uh, sorry, Ellen, I had to do it. Um, no, that was I start. Well you do. Well played. Mine is this guy. I don't know his name. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. From Gen- John Riley from General Hospital. Damn, very handsome. 
Yes. That guy was on General Hospital. Was he on there the entire like, time General Hospital was on? He built General Hospital. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he might have been. He's He was very- he's the uber daddy of General Hospital. That cleft <laughs> chin is so crazy. Mm. Crazy. He's like that's a, a That's a, a, a character detail, like a facial feature that you don't see anymore. And it's so interesting. And I think his hair has the volume for what Jonathan's trying to do with his hair. To me, this hair works, but it's exactly what Jonathan's hair is doing, but has more volume and therefore works where Jonathan's hair is not working for me and just (laughs) kind of onion loafs over and is, I don't know. Jonathan's, yeah, Jonathan's. You see what uh, I'm saying? Han Solo disco godfather hair was not cool. But just his hair all the time. It's just like not, you don't have the right hair for that style in my opinion. So (laughs) anyways, Ellen, Peg. (laughs) Um, Bell. I I was just waiting. Joanna Joanna Cassidy is just <laughs> Joanna Cassidy so, is the shit. so amazing and beautiful and talented, and she plays this character so brilliantly. Mm-hmm. She's dressed good. Mm-hmm. She's evil. You know, she's Her a little dominant for me. I don't. I don't know that I that character feels very dominant, and I don't know if that's necessarily what I want to open wide for. But mm. you know. There was the uh, my money was on Bell for you, but mm-hmm. there was a, I had a side bet on Adele, but yep. then but then I was like, oh, I think Adele might be a little too Gladys. She taught, yeah, she's a little too wacky, Jackie yeah, for me, but yeah. God love her, she's so cool. I appreciate her passion and creativity mm. and um, her outfit, yeah, outfits. They're both she good. oh she looked great. Her DJ outfit was was so slamming, so yeah, good. She looked amazing. I I want to clarify that. That when I do pick your poke, it's always episode specific. It's whatever is in front of me during said episode. Um, and it's Stanley. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Stanley was so cute what in part? this episode, particularly when he was very haggard and hungover because he had a little five o'clock shadow. <sighs> yeah. He also has it's a hairy so chest. Loud. He has a hairy it's chest, so which, which we got to see in this episode. <laughs> and so, and I was like, "Oh, and then I'm I'm sorry, but I was like, oh, and he's five seven. Like he's <laughs> like, oh, I want to pick you up and throw you around. You are so cute. He's cute. He's five really seven, one sixty, twenty. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. A, yeah, he's he's a little little slight for my taste, but uh, he's he was so cute in this episode. I just, I found him yeah. very attractive. I, I can't believe it, but it's so Stan funny to me pope. at the beginning when he's at the singles bar with his friend and the orders a white wine. And then he's just, he says like, I, I can't do a singles bar. And he hands the drink to his friend, just like giving up. Like he's going to go home. And then he runs into, uh, the DJ. I think it's because he doesn't like disco. He's a new yeah. wave guy. Yeah. He's a new wave. He likes the new wave bars. <laughs> um, Jennifer, so I think it's after they dress up. They're on their way home. She's floofing her hair in yes. the car. She's brushing her. She's, she's brushing the curls out. She's brushing the curls out, and then uh, she gets home. I think it's, but I think it's later on. I don't think it's like that night because she's wearing this black turtleneck, and her hair has never had this much volume before. It is insane. How that was post marina. Okay, that so was right after the marina. It got that- some seawater. in her hair or something like it is crazy how voluminous her hair is it was really spectacularly like huge yeah and in a great way i thought it looked amazing i thought her hair was really great in this blowing me away but then so what's the dj's name again that stanley's falling for adele 
Adele. Okay, so Adele is at the bar and she's doing that teasing. She's the, ratting her hair. The little mm-hmm. wisps out with her the little bottom. little goody brush. Mm-hmm. I really don't like that, um, like wispy bottom hair that people do. Oh, that, like it's just not a good look. But then she does it in a way that gives her this weird long chunk of hair that sticks out, <laughs> and then that's when she sings to Jennifer. So. It's just like a lot of hair poofing going on. Some I could get behind, some I can't get behind so much. Uh, I was really into Jennifer's uh, baby blue members only jacket. Uh, I want that jacket. (laughs) I don't think I could pull it off, but I just want to have it. That whole outfit, the color story of that outfit was incredible. Oh, and Jonathan was wearing the yellow. Like like they looked so good together in that that scene. Oh, that was so good. Wait, this one? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. no, Oh, okay. Never mind that. Although Jonathan was also wearing another members-only jacket that was really good. Yeah. Well, when they go to the boat at the end to confront them or to save Max, Jennifer's wearing a powder, again, a powder blue like windbreaker. And her shirt underneath is starts powder blue and then gradients to this yellow. Mm -hmm. And then her Mm -hmm. pants are powder blue. And it's just, I was like so blown away by that those colors together just that outfit is so good i really really like that they're doing like classic color wheel you know combinations in this that that were real just really well done i I, this episode looked great the clothes look great on everybody yeah this was the most attractive episode of the season there were several several possible pokes uh i went with my heart (laughs) and stanley yeah because there was like like i i thought uh, Owen Wilson was cute. Um, mm-hmm. Jess was was very sexy. Adele and Belle were great. Like everyone looked great. Mm-hmm. Sexy episode. Yeah. yeah. I also love. I love that Max got involved. Um, I loved him at the poker game. He was so cool. Uh, I hated <laughs> when he got sapped on the head. This uh, two of my my two favorite characters got hit in the head this episode <laughs> yeah conked in the head yeah you know, I, mean, I really i mean really if it wasn't jennifer we would describe what happened to her as her being hit upside the head with a lamp <laughs> let's be real that's, that's exactly what happened. what happened she did get it yeah, upside she the head got hit lamp. upside the head with lamp. it was oops upside your head for sure nolan miller is the costume and wardrobe department Mm -hmm. Uh, designer do we know about him already he went to fame uh shot to fame with his iconic looks for dynasty dynasty Uh uh-huh i was gonna say so good um i really thought eric was gonna hate this episode because it features one of the things that he dislikes so much about chase you're right yeah and i i knew when when everything was so marina centric i was like we're gonna end up with a fucking boat chase and i have to say this is the best boat chase i think i've ever seen wow and te- technically boat and ski do ski do weirdly weird the jet ski the jet ski do it was chasing a boat yeah that jet ski that's a boat chase when he jumped on that thing whatever stunt double did that was pretty talented because that thing is so slim and that that stunt double was also very slim yeah very tall it was it looked like a stretch jpeg it it looked weird it It was very awkward proportionally yeah for me like after after jennifer gets hit upside the head with a lamp max steps on a <laughs> gun you know jonathan and and jess are like slamming into walls and knocking clocks off the <laughs> <laughs> like displacing artwork that's hung on the walls with their violence their random violence oh did you happen um, to notice when they ran into the 
the doors that were on the wall that the entire <laughs> yeah. door moved. Yes. Yeah. Like it was just doors propped up on a wall. Yes. <laughs> but but for me, the boat chase after that was like gilding the lily, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, more, more. That chase scene is, oh man, that's one of my favorite things that so we've fun. seen. It's so funny and crazy. And yes. then of course, you know, Jonathan's going to do what he always does, which is if there's a moving vehicle anywhere nearby, he has to leap onto it. Yes, mm-hmm. And he does. And <laughs> it just goes bananas from there. Like mm-hmm. there's just so many shots of the three of them yeah. uh, fighting in that speedboat. Yes. That when he throws, he throws he Belle throws in the back seat. Yeah. Belle in the back and her, <laughs> like, her tennis shoe feet are like kicking in the air while yeah. the boat hurdles, you know, and I was, I was just, I'm impressed with the, the stunt action there. Like that's, that's no small feat. That's no pun I, intended. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. And those things go, you know, like the Asidu, even then, I think it's going to go like 30 to 70 miles per hour. Not a slow boat. So it's a fast boat to murder. It's a fast boat away There from was one specific shot that was really funny because it was very clearly sped up. Oh, like yes. they do in a lot of Jackie Chan movies. I started to notice mm-hmm. they just speed the footage up and it and it mm-hmm. just looks like once you notice it, it looks so corny, but mm-hmm. it's like a really good effect. Oh, it did no, look like I they were whipping, whipping past those poles and things. But it, when this it's chase great. started, I think I was like, I was like, uh, how much time is left in this episode? Because I was like, Boba needs to go outside and then mm-hmm. we need to start recording and eating dinner and stuff. So I checked the clock to see how much time we had left. And I was like, oh, there's 20 minutes left in the episode. So they're probably going to, Jonathan's going to go on this chase and then not catch them. And then we're going to get another at home scene. And then they're going to come back and catch the criminals. And then, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is going to be the rest of the episode is going to be a boat chase. <laughs> and it was for so long. It was yeah. this boat chase. And I wasn't so bored long. at all. It was exciting. That jump, the was, jump. See, they so Jonathan catches up to them. They bump. I'm just thinking about the physics of this scene. They bump him away from them. He goes veering off to the right to port, and then and then kind of loses control for a second and is like whoa whoa whoa, and then goes over a jump that's set up out in the the marina for some reason, <laughs> but jumps over them. Yes, <laughs> which. Is very confusing logistically for just how that whole thing worked out. <laughs> he, but he also like jumps the wake early on in the chase, yes. and that was super cool. Yes. I, I just love that scene, and I know that they're they're speeding whatever, but I I buy it. Like I'm like that's amazing. It's great. It's so funny and good and satisfying. Yeah, mm. yeah. One of the things I hate about boat chases is that there's there's a. Uh, a distance that has to be maintained with a boat chase mm-hmm. yeah. when it's two boats, um, two speed boats. So it's always just boring and it's just like open water or speeding boats, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then the, the occasional wake jump, the jet ski and speed boat yeah. chase <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, with, with obviously, you know, green screen, Jonathan uh, was not only funny, that was funny, but it was great. Like it was, it was a stunt man montage that was wonderful like i I thought it was really fun yeah yeah i super love very well done they're always surprised in boat chases in movies and tvs they're they're boating along they're running away they're getting chased then they're always surprised by a brick wall or something like why why are you not looking where you're going on your boat 
Because they're aiming their guns. I guess. But she could have done that. That was driving me crazy because she didn't do anything once mm. she was in the boat. It was Jess all the way driving the boat and shooting. And it's yeah. like, give her the gun. She can shoot. Well, except for the phys- the hand-to-hand uh, combat on on the getaway, mm-hmm. she's not doing the dirty work. Mm-hmm. She's there, oh. like, with her foot on everybody's neck. I mean, <laughs> clearly, right? She's telling Jess what time it is, even when he knows better. Yeah. <laughs> Right. He's like, oh, no, I don't think. Mm." Mm -hmm. Right. So she's I think she just feels like I mean, she'll do it in a pinch because she clearly like will clock you with the table lamp. But (laughs) yeah, uh, I think I think (laughs) straight to your face. She she just thought she just thought they were in the clear. Mm -hmm. She has an an arrogance Mm -hmm. that comes with just being uh, supremely evil. I think it's true. Okay, ratings. Mm -hmm. Not a problem. All right, zero to five hearts. I'm starting. Show begins. Um, I think I'm going to do... I'm back and forth. I think I want to do a four because I love the disco and I love seeing hardcore disco being represented and I want more of that. <laughs> very, very black tie. Uh, and I love the poker game stuff. I thought that was really fun. It, it just... I was kind of my mind wandered a little bit during the episode. I was like, a, I was sort of a little bit bored for some of it. So just the entertainment value. But then I was really drawn in the second or the the third, the final act or whatever. So I'm gonna go four. Nice, Ellen. I'm a little torn on my rating for this episode because I do think that this episode is so fun and funny. I think it's an important episode in terms of of presenting Stanley in in a featured role. I love how evil Belle is. I mean, she's much more evil than she needs to be. Mm. She's just running an illegal card game. <laughs> yeah. Out of a disco. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just sort of <laughs> I like that. It's like, it's like, go the extra mile. You're an overachiever, mm-hmm. Belle. But so, so for like fun watchability, I would say it is a five for me. But in terms of like just the episodes that I usually would go for as my, my own favorites, disco notwithstanding, mm-hmm. I love all the disco. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I don't know. So I might, I might, oof. I guess it just always, I don't know what, what my metric is. Um, so in that case, I'll go five. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, I'll just go five because mm-hmm. I think this has a lot of funny things in it that normal people laugh at. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> normal people. <laughs> Everyday people. <laughs> no. <laughs> normal people. <laughs> Uh, five. Wow. Five. I, I, Eric and Ellen agree again. I know. Big shock. <laughs> Shocker. I, I wish that I was first this, club, this episode so that, I could have, so that I could have just pulled an Ellen and went five and then mm-hmm. sat back and never said anything. <laughs> uh, but it's, it, yeah, the disco started really early in this episode. And yeah. I said to myself, like, don't get, tr- don't get tricked. Like, mm-hmm. it, disco does not make an episode of Heart to Heart good. Yeah. Um, but it happens to be an element that is present in my favorite heart to heart episodes. And it's not because of the disco. It isn't. It's because when there is disco present, they're dealing with pop culture style 
uh, of a very specific time. And I love it. And I, I love that, that they were like, it was a singles, singles bar. That's great. And everyone was actually dancing and that's even better. And then when the party moved to a boat, that's even better. Like it's 2 a.m. Everyone's high as fuck. And they go to a boat to keep dancing and they all kept dancing. That's so Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, oh, I forgot about the jumpsuit of one of the party guests when they show everybody <laughs> going to the party. I was like, oh, that looks good. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of heart to heart episode that I love. Yeah. So it's a five. That's to me, it's a very strong, basic episode of heart to heart for me. So that's why I can't go five because it is, this is, if someone was like, what's heart to heart? This is pro- one of the episodes I would point them to as a very good, this is an episode of heart to heart. It's strong on all fronts it just didn't delight me in the ways of, uh, to get a five for yeah. me that's the thing is like i get that it's yeah i feel like i would i wouldn't necessarily say start here but i if you were to catch this episode on your surf trip <laughs> or whatever, like if you're if you're in a hotel is it say you're say you're in say you're in like uh, Dusseldorf, and you on a surf you're trip. Up real late <laughs> on my surf trip, yeah. and you, you like you can't sleep because you're jet lagged, and then you like catch this episode. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like, "Whoa, this is so good! What is yeah. this? What is this weird German show that I'm watching?" <laughs> and then you'd right. be like, "Is that Amy Madigan?" Huh. Uh, yeah, way, way 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 better than the episodes that aren't as good, which are things that you could just say like, "I don't know." Like if you're homesick, maybe you should watch it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, even if nothing else, I mean, it, it is a lot about the thin man inclusion oh. for me, which I super love. Interesting. And, and my and my lack of, of uh, ability to laugh at obvious comedy. But <laughs> it's one of those things where you guys have spoken before about whether it's an episode that you would recommend to people or say, like, you should watch this one. And for me, this is one that if you if it's somebody with a normal sense of humor, I would suggest this this episode <laughs> you're, because you're it saying has normal. all of the things about um, your use of normal is problematic. Yeah, your use of normal <laughs> is like <laughs> why? I don't know. It's I'm just like you. what do you mean? <laughs> I I mean people that laugh at stuff that I d- don't laugh at. You mean squares? Squares. No, just, no. You guys, project, you guys project like a, a hierarchy know. onto this that I am not feeling nor stating ever. So we're clear. It troubles me that I'm not like. Just I mean, you, also you did give it a five about that that Moppet Stanley. <laughs> I did. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm I'm qualifying it as I am allowed to do mm. by saying like the Thin Man really is important to me. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that I really love the show, and I am giving it that extra bump, like Disco Thin Man, totally me, Super Evil Lady, totally me. <laughs> the comedic aspect is not totally me, and so that's why I'm making sure to say like the reason that this goes up to a five for me is because I'm taking into account mm-hmm. the metric that you guys sometimes use, which is considering whether you would suggest it to other people. And I feel uh, like I would suggest this is one of the funnier action-packed episodes mm. oh that fight fight the solid fight, yeah. fight is also very the fight is amazing chase oh, oh, also the, the scuba murderer is yes. like yeah, that's i have really never good. seen that outside of jason really Voorhees. i've never seen someone yeah come out from the water someone just gets stabbed. fucking snatched <laughs> so insane right? snatched and then stabbed just in snatched. the back 
And it's yeah. like they're fucking with Stanley at that point too, because they're doing it right. God, in front of and him. he still doesn't. He still doesn't stop that incessant screaming. <laughs> my alibi, my alibi. <laughs> Don't you think it would be really hard to stab somebody in the back with a knife underwater? That seems like it would be no, really... not if you have a ceramic scuba diving knife. It always Bye. cracks me up too when people are stabbed in the back. They always get stabbed directly dead center oh, in the back. Their spinal. <laughs> Call it's him. very bloodless stabbing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. That seems painful. Uh, well, I was so happy with this episode, and I'm so happy to say <laughs> that it has a 14. That is yeah. a very high heart attack, uh, and that's the yeah. highest Yay. heart attack you can have. You guys don't want to do 4.5s? We can. You can. No, you guys. No, no. I want to do a five. I, okay. I. This was a five for me. Okay. I'm surprised. I don't know why. I don't have any problems with this one. I was never bored. Huh. Uh, I was never bored, and it has every element that I like, and it it also presented those elements in a delightful way. Delightful way, like the dancing, yeah, is so fun and so scary. <laughs> and then the thin man, the the thin man, uh, bed dinner. I loved that scene. I loved it so much because I I've missed Jonathan and Jennifer's uh, romantic interactions. When they're genuinely romantic and not just like this kind of shoehorned in, like we kiss at the end. Yeah, innuendo. Like we haven't seen that in a while. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it's, it's like bed sexual innuendos or whatever, but them just like eating cookies in bed and watching the thin man. Come on. Yeah, I love it. But I also think that this episode has so many of the things that run through the show that are, are great. That, mm-hmm. that are the bedrock of a great heart-to-heart episode, whether it's played for laughs a lot like this one is or action-packed or whatever, right? Max has his own oh. thing, you know, like everybody's able to make an appearance and kind of do what they do, and it's really great. Mm-hmm. And Deanne was wasted, but she But she's wearing the greatest great. shoes Thank ever. She, she was wearing oh, the greatest burgundy outfit. heels. That yeah. blue dress Purple, was so good. Asymmetrical. Yes. Oh. Deanne? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her hair looked great. Everyone's hair, hair was good. doing good. They kept cutting to her when she's like freaking out that they're arresting Stanley. Oh, I thought you meant she was drunk, wasted. Oh, okay. Um, no, she was. She her her character was wasted. He did not episode. have like, a Mount Saint. Yeah, Helens. they didn't give her. They didn't give her enough enough to do. Right. Is this yeah. the second Thin Man reference in Heart to Heart that we've seen? It's the second time that they have specifically said or like referenced Thin Man by by actually referencing the material. As opposed to like, just it's inherent just, references yeah, right. to the Thin Man. But there was a in uh, the the psychics episode. Mm-hmm. There was a wasn't there a Thin Man reference? There was like a mm-hmm. line. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the second, and the whole show is a Thin Man reference. Right. right. Well, that's yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ellen, what are we doing next? Yeah. What's next? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Originally airing on February 24th, 1981. Next week, we'll be talking about murder in the saddle. Oh. Mm. To strip mine the entire area, a ruthless mining tycoon is driving cattle ranchers out of business by poisoning the livestock via the stream that waters their properties. The hearts get involved when Jennifer's colt is poisoned. (gasps) What? Wow. She's a colt? That sounds awesome. Sounds very ranchy. Cult, C O L T, not C U L T. Yeah, right. I wish that cult. it was cult. Like, <laughs> cult. Jennifer's 
cult is poison. I mean, poison. with cults, <laughs> like the cults episode. and poisoning, you have to really be clear yeah. if it's a homonym, right? I, can't, I just had to, had to clarify. I'm sorry that it wasn't a Jim Jones. It opens with a field of, of people in purple caftans just <laughs> dead. Yeah. And Jennifer crying like, yeah. what happened? It's a horse cult. I don't know why, but I placed it in Bacopa in my mind. But it's I probably al- not. I there. also was. I, I'm getting raid vibes. Yeah, I think it's just the the, the names. the The word saddle brings uh, Western. It brings us back to Bacopa. To me. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, uh oh. Uh oh. I do know that we we have a we have a special treat for that episode, um, which I won't reveal. What? Uh, we just do. Oh. Uh, but I will thank everyone for listening tonight and or today or whenever you listen to this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days. It was Murder Pod. Joe, <laughs> where can they follow us on Instagram? You can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at It Was Murder Pod and please send your minute maxes. Please, yes, please send your minute maxes to that Instagram. Ellen, if if they wanted if they wanted to email us, where would they do that? At. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the at symbol spoken? Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where where would uh if if they want to email oh, us, man. where would they email us? Why are you doing me like this? Um at it was murderpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. And uh <laughs> I'm gonna say please rate and review us at the uh at the Apple Podcast app. Five stars. Give us five stars. You don't have to write a flowery review, but if you wrote, you know, something short, sweet, uh, we so, so, so appreciate it. Tell us who you hate the most. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do it only if it's me. Tell us who your poke is for, not for, not between <laughs> us. Uh, well, what is happening right tell now? Tell us who your poke is in, in any heart to heart episode. I, yeah. I, I'm very curious. I kind of want to start like some sort of, <laughs> I want to see who people's pokes are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And Ellen doesn't even understand why I would do that. Like, Who are your pegs? No one else likes to have sex. <laughs> Eric, <laughs> shut up. That's all. Those those things have healed over. <laughs> Private. Oh, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> those things should be oh, shameful and man. secret. Um, <laughs> 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 I feel like people that actually actually know me are just like, what are they playing at? That, that bitch is a slut. <laughs> she can't she can't stop picking pokes. Well, then they aren't they aren't saying what are they playing at. They're saying what is she playing at? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that Ellen, Ellen thinks that sex is a very sacred and private thing that, very private. that should only be talked about with your priest. In this. <laughs> she's never done it because she's not she's Right before you fuck him. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Including Bye. Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Oh, my God. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'm not on Sudafed, so I don't care if you leave all that in. <laughs>